0: Over the long weekend, my husband and I were chilling out on Monday, something we don't normally do. And I'm having coffee. He's having his protein shake. And my kids are excited because they're each watching a tablet and Netflix. And my husband is a sugar and a TV, social media, Nazi. He doesn't let them watch much uh, television, movies, things like that. So this, they were like 16-year-old boys in a porn shop, okay? Uh, they were excited. And... Um, We were sitting there, my husband said, oh, it's so quiet. I said, yeah, and we just started talking. He said, oh, oh, oh. did you hear about what happened at the Cincinnati Zoo? Now, full disclosure, there are days, like yesterday or the day before, holiday weekend, that I sometimes will unplug, Marky Mark and Andrew can attest, they'll even say, You know We're in the middle of this storm, this storm in an election year, in politics and news, and sometimes it's just overwhelming, all-consuming, and I have got to shut things off. Otherwise, I'm posting all the time on Facebook and Twitter. You guys can see the crazy hours I sometimes will post or whatever, and it's not good. I need sometimes to just chill out, have a cup of coffee, read a book, have a conversation with my husband, which I was doing yesterday. Now, I saw something when I was peeking, turning the phone on, something about the gorilla. And um, it looked to me like the gorilla was helping a little boy. And I could figure the story out. I wasn't going to double-click on the link and read all about it. So my husband shows the link. And my kids came in the room and they said, what are you watching? And my kids are an 8-year-old daughter and my son who will be 9 in a few weeks. Okay, And um, you know we're, we're looking at that. And my husband and I, as parents of an eight and almost nine-year-old, we start discussing things. Now, let me take you back a, a few years before I tell you about this. I met my husband in Miami, Florida. And we, I love animals. And when we were dating, he took me to the Miami Zoo. It was a very nice zoo at the time. I hope it still is. Very clean. Animals seemed cared for. And I remember when we went to see either, I think it was the crocodile because there was no water and they don't need you know as much water as alligators or something. It was a croc or an alligator. And it was like this big open pit. And I remember saying to my now husband, then boyfriend, wow, you know, if I sat up on this wall, I could fall in. Well, while I lived in Miami years ago, that's exactly what happened to a two-year-old boy. His dad had put him up on the wall. And others are videotaping animals. And the, the kid fell in. And that gator or croc ate that little boy entirely in front of his father with a video camera running. And of course, they changed the enclosure for that reptile. They killed the reptile to get the little boy's body out, which was entirely almost intact, because he ate them whole. Now, I'm not trying to gross you out here. This is not horror film or horror talk show audio. These are choices that zoos make when they have animals, reptiles, that the public is viewing, that can be violent, that can be dangerous, that people are bringing their children to see. So my husband told me that this was the Cincinnati Zoo. And it was of interest to him because my husband lived in Cincinnati for one year. He did his fellowship uh, in Cincinnati for orthopedic surgery. I used to go to Cincinnati. I was living in Chicago. I would visit him there every other weekend. He'd visit me in Chicago on the weekends in between. So, you know, I I spent, you know, weekends, half the year in Cincinnati. I've been to the Cincinnati Zoo And uh, that guy, Hannah, who's always uh, Jack Hannah, who used to be with San Diego Zoo, was with the Cincinnati Zoo, the guy you'd always see on the Tonight Show, brought all the animals on. So you thought, this is going to be one heck of a zoo. So when he shows me this video of this huge gorilla and this little boy, I've seen things on National Geographic. Now, I know, too from things like people trekking into the conga to see the silverback gorillas that guides have had their limbs ripped out because if gorillas sense that their alpha male status is being threatened they will they will pull out your limbs they will rip off your balls guys literally they can be very violent and they certainly have strength that exceeds a full grown human even a full grown human male we know what happened in Connecticut with the chimpanzee, who with a woman who had a haircut that was short and perceived her owner's friend as a male and a threat, ripped her face off, literally. So we know that the ape family can be very violent and maybe even more so and angry when they're not in there, when, when they're being held in captivity and not naturally in the wild. And there's a lot of things here. Okay, there's a lot of things here. We heard and witnesses said that a three-year-old boy slipped into a gorilla's enclosure. Okay, let's just start with that, okay? Most of you probably know, here's the bottom line. Three-year-old boy is with a gorilla. There are questions as to whether the gorilla was hurting or trying to help the boy. We'll get into that. A lot of people, which I'm going to ponder and we're all going to ponder today, is how the hell does a three-year-old get into a gorilla's enclosure? How come there was an opening large enough for a three-year-old? Zoo's fault. And where the hell were the parents or parent? Parent or parents. Okay? And 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 then, um, you know, we watched this, and, and, and I'm terrified for what's going to come next. And we all know this gorilla was shot. Okay. Now, we were not there... We all have seen online, on YouTube, wherever, the video. And the video doesn't show us or tell us everything. So to be fair, because we're not talking politics, we're talking an issue everybody is talking about, everybody is trending about. And I was excited to talk to you about this because I have very strong opinions. I, too, I bring my kids to the zoo. My kids have a field trip at the L.A. Zoo this week. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's scary because my son, Marky, Mark, and Andrew know a bit about my son, My son would be the kid who gets into that damn pit with that animal because he is so curious, and he can climb, and and he's mischievous, and he is Dennis the Menace on crack, okay? So, you know, if there was a kid that was going to be in there, it would be him except for the fact that I know this about my son, and I never let him out of my sight. And at three, I would never let go of his hand. But – Witnesses said a three-year-old boy slipped into the gorilla's enclosure. Witnesses also say the boy could have been killed at any second. That That is true. We don't know the mind of a full-grown gorilla and what his feelings were about this boy. But we also know, regardless of the feelings of the boy, that the screaming from the crowd seemed to agitate the gorilla. Now, I understand it's human nature to go, Oh, my God! But at the same time, you got to think, If you can stand in silence when Tiger Woods is hitting a golf ball, can't you chill the heck out? Because a little boy's life might be in danger if you're an onlooker in that situation. And this is not the first time things like this have happened. We have it happen in the world. Fall into the tiger pit, the lion pit, Miami, the gator, crocodile, whatever pit, the big old reptile pit, and now here at the Cincinnati Zoo. This happened Saturday. And they say that the situation... In that gorilla enclosure, the screams of those terrified people in the crowd could have made the situation even more dangerous. Now, the gorilla may not have been meaning to harm this three-year-old boy that he was manhandling. The three-year-old slipped into the gorilla's enclosure at the Cincinnati Zoo on Saturday. Okay, I'm going to tell you everything, and I've got a bunch of questions and opinions on this. Kimberly Ann Perkins O'Connor told CNN... She was trying to take a picture of a 17-year-old male gorilla named Harambi. He was peeking out of his cave, and she heard a splash, and then a man screaming. A child had fallen into the gorilla's enclosure. Now, the sound attracted the gorilla, Harambi, So, in other words, the splash attracted, and the scream, one or both. Then the gorilla barreled over the moat, saw the child, and knocked the boy against a wall. Now, that's not what most of us see on the video. Um, She did record much of this scene on her phone. She said the gorilla didn't seem intent on harming the boy at first, but he did knock that boy against the wall. He probably was staking his area. He's a wild animal pushing the boy against the wall, and even though he's a gorilla... They have some of our DNA patterns, and they're very intelligent. He probably then realized the size. scoped him You know, he pushed him in. Like, what the hell are you doing in my yard? You're on my property, right? Oh, you're a kid. Oh, you're a little person. You're, you know, you're little. You're not bigger than me. I don't have an alpha male problem here. But here was another problem. He dragged the child a little further down into the moat. And I thought, as a mom, it looked like he was helping him. He pulled his pants up. He stood him up. Everybody started screaming and screaming again. And he pulled him completely out. And I think, I don't know. But my, what I saw was a a gorilla treating this little boy as if he would a little gorilla. The difference is a three-year-old human is not able to withstand the strength of a full-grown gorilla. The same way a baby gorilla would. So there's another witness. Tangi Hollifield. she told CNN affiliate WCPO, she hugged a member of the child's family, assured him the boy would be saved. She said, quote, he was just flipping out, just scared. Well, of course he should be flipping out and scared. His kid's in the gorilla enclosure with a live full-grown gorilla. The scream from that gorilla, that I have never heard, she said. She said, I don't think he was hurting him. I think he was protecting him. It was a mess. Now, this is a 450-pound primate. And witnesses said the screaming seemed to agitate the gorilla. So do you think that they shut up? No. But people did disperse. And what happened? Some people left out of fear. Some people came over to say, hey, looky Lou, Let's see what's going on. The gorilla became more aggressive the more people screamed. Duh. Shut up. Right? And seemingly determined not to free the child. Bruce Davis... Who was with the woman, Tanji Hollifield? He said from what we saw the child could have been killed at any second. He threw him ten feet in the air, and I saw him land on his back. It was a mess. Now O'Connor said the boy tried to free himself on at least one occasion. The gorilla pulled the boy back in, tucked him underneath. He was really not going to let him go away. At this point, gorilla could be lonely, it's a plaything. We don't know. And the gorilla had the boy between his legs. He was hovering over him. We've all seen that part of the video. Quote, I saw him when he was on top of the habitat, dragging the boy, pulling him underneath him. It was not a good scene. He literally picked the boy up by his calf and dragged him toward another cave to basically get him out of view of the crowd that hadn't yet dispersed. The boy had gotten into the enclosure, by the way, by going under a rail, through wires, and over a moat wall according to the zoo. Now just take that and we have a lot more information. Here's the deal. You know the gorilla was killed. Now I've got to say I'm a mom. That gorilla is moving and, and, and I don't know if you have a three-year old. Mark, you have a, ba- a little girl younger than three-year- old. I want to bring you on later too. Whether you have a child or not and especially if you have a child that age or a grandchild or remember a child that age, I, I want to hear from you today. I think, I think it was right that they shot the gorilla. I, I, I do, but let me let me finish. But none of this could have happened or should have happened if the enclosure was properly secure and if the parents were watching that child, that is there. The zoo was irresponsible in its enclosure. the parents were irresponsible in their parenting in they protecting that child. In my opinion. And then that gorilla would be alive today. But because he was, you know, uh, you, you, you know, shaking babies, in, you, you hit that kid, that three-year-old kid's head against the wall once, it could be over. I can't even imagine what that child will fit, feel for the rest of his life. Having been with a gorilla and having been thrown around and people screaming and then a gorilla shot. Not only in front of him, but while he's over his body, the shot, the dead gorilla, the scream, the weight of that gorilla, the blood. I can't imagine. As a grown woman, that would terrify me forever. This is a three-year-old child. So I'm going to ask you... I said the zoo and the parents are to blame. Who do you blame in this situation? Eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. A lot of people today blaming the zoo for killing this gorilla. Do you think it was right to kill that gorilla or not? It could something else have been done? Eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. What about the mother? That's what I said. Why wasn't she watching her son or other family members? It wasn't just her alone with that boy. Eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. What about the people screaming? Duh! Common sense. Screaming. You're going to get a wild animal. Angry and irritated and agitated, and that did agitate this situation at that zoo. Eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. What about the zoo for not having the proper enclosure that a child got into? It should be child-proofed, people-proofed. Period. Eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. And some people say we shouldn't have wild animals in captivity at all. Eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three is the number. If you were the parent of this child. What would you have done? And how would you have wanted the zoo to solve this situation? 8886 Leslie. And before we break, I'm going to be honest with you. I would have jumped into that damn pit. I would have jumped into that damn pit. I know I would have. And it may not have been the smartest thing, but it would have been my maternal, parental, automatic reaction. I'm telling you, I see a shark take my kid under the ocean. I am in that ocean. 8886 Leslie, Eight 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 six five three seven five four three. That's the number. Call me, 8886 Leslie. Tweet me. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Who's to blame? If you were the parent, what would you have wanted the zoo to do? Should the gorilla have been killed? And would you, like me, have jumped into that damn pin closure? We'll be back after this. Don't go away. We are back. I'm Leslie Marshall. We all saw, I think most of us now are heard about the gorilla in Cincinnati. who was shot by the Cincinnati Zoo um, and a three-year-old boy whose life, many feel, was saved. But a lot of questions. How did that kid get in there? Why weren't the parents watching? What would you do? Who do you blame for this incident? And should that gorilla have been killed? Eight 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 six leslie 888 653 7543 is the number. Uh, let's go to the calls. And we started out with Jim in Albuquerque on Line 3, listening on KABQ. Hi, Jim. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, Leslie. I wanted to say that this is not the first time a child has fallen into a gorilla enclosure and the animals should not have been shot because they're herbivores. They don't eat meat, they only eat vegetables. Now, if a full-grown man would have fallen in the enclosure, if I would have gone into the enclosure, there is a good chance that Lolan Gorilla would have killed me, but our ignorance is what killed Harambe. If we would have been patient and the people would have backed away and kept their mouths shut, not agitate the animal, they wouldn't have inflamed the situation. I do not believe that the child would have been seriously injured or damaged because from what you're telling me, standing over the child, he was protecting it. That's but what, but what, about,
0: what about the fact that he pushed him up against the wall, he dragged him? And, and, I mean, a gorilla, a full-grown gorilla is stronger than a full-grown man by far. This is a three-year-old little child who right. is quite fragile with regard to bone structure and weight.
1: Right. But that first push was a territorial establishment. And when the gorillas saw the child fly, he must have said, Oh my God, this is not a threat to me. And, and uh, Diane Fossey lived amongst lowland gorillas for months. And she had a similar charge. She had a similar thing, and all she did was lay down. The child eventually laid down, and the gorilla protected it because he accepted it as part of his own tribe. And now, and, and,
0: uh, let you, me ask you, is that a risk we are willing to? I hear you, and, and you could be right, but what if you're not?
1: you mentioned the chimpanzees earlier. Chimpanzees are omnivores. They eat both vegetable matter and... And meat. They're even cannibalistic. And the bottom line is a chimpanzee is dangerous. I could see a chimpanzee getting shot, but not a lowland gorilla. And I, I, In my heart, I really believe that a lack of love and a lack of understanding, uh, our ignorance killed that animal. And I'm very sorry about that. Now, uh, yes, they should have enclosed the enclosure. I bet they're fixing the hole now.
0: Well, they, it was, uh, it was uh, the zoo reopened the next day without the uh, gorilla exhibit. Okay, so you say we need to be more educated, but even then, with a wild animal, it, we, we can't always determine what they're going to do. Heck, we can't always determine what a human being is going to do. Thank you for your call, Jim, and for your uh, expertise there. Uh, let's go to Chef in Pennsylvania, line four. Uh, Chef... Um, well, yeah, do you do you agree with me that, you know, the, where the heck was the mother, that this is the fault uh, of the, the the parent or parents and the family members who were not watching that child?
2: Uh, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. I think everybody needs to focus on the bottom line, and that is, you know, that's pure negligence of the parents uh, for that to happen. I know here in the state of Pennsylvania, you can be charged just for leaving your kid at the mall by themselves, you could have charges pressed against you. Secondly, here you have charges if you leave your dog unattended, uh, even in the car, or leave your kid in the car somebody, Yeah, somebody can charges. smash
0: the window. Somebody can vandalize yeah. your property in order to save the life of the animal or child, yes.
2: Yeah, and there, I'm just saying, uh, they had to shoot the gorilla. Because that's the only way to make sure that that child was not going to be harmed. But, again, the parents have to keep their kids attended to 100% of the time. I mean, you just can't let a child go by themselves when you're out in the zoo or any place for that matter. But that could have been very well prevented. I mean, there's no way that that kid should have even, even fallen into that place if it had correct parents.
0: Well, you think about it, you know, when you, when you talk about what he had to do to get into that, you know, final enclosure with the gorilla, um, you know, at least to the Zeus credit, to that degree, there were, uh, uh, you know, he, he had to crawl in a few things there. Right. And, you know, there were a few obstacles for him, uh, to get, um, through, um, basically, you know, what, what, what did they say? Um, they said that this, uh, that this boy, um, you know, went through, uh, You know, a hole and then wire, you know, technically under a rail, through wires and over a moat wall, all while there's family members there. And doesn't anybody say, where the hell's the three-year-old? Did somebody abduct the child? I mean, sir, if I didn't see my kid in a second, I was out of my mind calling police. I'm cuckoo. (laughs) (laughs) uh...
2: I mean, you're you're absolutely right. But I'm saying any time that you have to go someplace and you tell somebody, oh, yeah, my son or my daughter ended up with a gorilla today. At that point, isn't it safe to say you're not a mother or a father? <laughs> I mean, if your kid ends up with a gorilla, at the end of the day, I don't look at you as a mother or a father of that child.
0: Well, I, I understand what you're saying. They are the mother or father, whatever, just not responsible. And speaking of, should there be charges against the parents for, for neglect? Well, yeah,
2: that's sure. They should have uh, charges pressed against them because um, – that's negligence of a child. Okay. I mean, here in the state of Pennsylvania, you can have charges pressed against you for leaving your child unattended, even at the mall.
0: Okay. All right, sounds sounds good. I appreciate your call, Chef. Give us a call again, and thank you for uh, listening to the show and following us on Twitter. We appreciate it. 888-6Leslie, 888-653-7543. Linda's in California listening on KGOE Radio. Hey, Linda, how you doing? Good afternoon. It'll be interesting to get another woman's perspective as well on this. Linda, good afternoon.
3: Uh, Something you just said a second ago to that gentleman, and I totally agree with him, was my child abducted. In the time, number I think they had to shoot the gorilla. I'm not sure why they could not use a tranquilizer gun. Oh, they said why? They said
0: why? They said why? They said with a gorilla that size, the tranquilizer takes a long time to take effect, and they felt that in that time period, the child could have been uh, hurt badly or perhaps killed.
4: It boils down to,
3: I think, the mother or the parents really need to be held responsible because in the same amount of time that they weren't first off, I would have had a three year old child's hand in mine.
0: Absolutely. That,
3: that zoo had to be packed on Memorial Day weekend. The same time that it took for that child to get into the gorilla enclosure that it was out of mother's sight, a two legged predator could have snatched that child. There's just no excuse not to have your eye on a three year old all the time. It's either you got him by the hand or you've got your eye on him because if he hadn't gotten the real gorilla cage, someone could have snatched him, taken him into the restroom and done other terrible things to him. There's just not an excuse for the parents not to have an eye on that child or her eye on that child if she's not holding its hand, period. It's a shame about the gorilla that the whole thing happened because of the parents' negligence.
0: All right. Um, I I agree with you. I mean, there's. A, what about the, the zoo as well? I mean, or does it sound like, you know, with the wall and the wire, I don't uh, know. with the railing, I, the wire fence, and the moat, that was enough. To me, if happening. a three-year-old could get in, another kid could get in who's maybe older and, you know, uh, more aware of what he's doing. Yeah,
3: um, that's another good point because this is not the first time this happens. So you would think when it happens at another zoo, all the zoos would take – more precautions to make sure it doesn't happen again you know just the enclosure has got to be pretty much airtight for whatever it is whether it's a tiger or a gorilla or whatever so the zoo is partly responsible but it all really falls back on the parents not paying attention all
0: right uh uh, thank thank you and i thank you for giving uh, us a chance
3: to air our feelings
0: Uh oh anytime linda anytime hope to hear from you again uh, let's go to Michael in the Bronx on line three Michael good afternoon
3: hi Leslie.
5: I'm so glad you took my call both you and Linda are 100% spot on there are two victims here the gorilla and the child and this thing could have been prevented had there been more enclosure with that fence now the child fell through and the people were screaming because they couldn't you know stop them think as you have pointed out. But then when they turned around and shot the gorilla, it pretty much killed them. they didn't have to kill the gorilla. One person, as Linda brought up about tranquilizing, you had stated um, what the zoo had said. There is a thing called shoot the cover.
0: Yeah, but he was right over the child. If you wounded him, who knows what he would have done with his mouth and or his his arms. Uh, I understand why they, they because of his physical part. position, I understand why he, they shot to kill him.
5: But but they shot to kill him. What, if, what would have happened if he had fallen on top of that child, given his weight? No one thought about that. What if that bullet was became a straight bullet and accidentally shot the child? No one thought about that. Either. And what makes me so upset, Leslie, as an African American, is that African Americans have been frequently in in a racially, um, what's that one I'm looking for, racially malice tone, been referred to as gorillas and monkeys. So, with all the history of unarmed African Americans being
0: Michael, 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 please. First of all, I understand that there have been derogatory, prejudicial, bigoted racial things uh, with regard to African-Americans and uh, those who are in the ape family. However, this has nothing to do with race. This has to do with a wild animal hovering over a three-year-old child. Please, seriously.
5: I know. I I had I had to ask that because there's a lot of caretakers with other animals in um, serious situations that they all, automatically kill the animal. This whole thing could have been done a whole lot better, and the gorilla could have been um, left alive, and the the child may have not been injured. I think people screaming, probably as you said, agitated.
0: Well, we know it. I, I mean, they said it agitated. And experts say that would have agitated the animal. Michael, thank you for the call. We're going to take a break. I'm Leslie Marshall. eight 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 six Leslie 7543 is the number. Somebody just tweeted Leslie. Let the gorilla keep and raise the kid. He'd be better off. I'm Leslie Marshall. Uh, well, let's say I, I, I don't. You know, I know some people say, "Well, you just never know." You just, let me tell you something. Yes, I do yes i do i have the kid that my son would have got into that pit if it were possible and because i know that and because i'm a helicopter parent i do not let my children out of my sight still and probably not till they go to college I'm Leslie Marshall back after this. When we come back, we'll take more calls. We'll also hear from Marky Marco who has a little girl himself and has some opinions on this. My executive producer, I'm curious to hear what he has to say and share your tweets. Let's do a couple of those now. ROH said, let the gorilla keep and raise him. Uh, Menudo says, um, how about the people who allowed the original confinement of animals naturally at home in the wild? bossy dude said where was the tranquilizer again the time involved for tranquilizing and kevin tweets any word on what the zeus procedures and training dictate on a situation like this or was it just a knee jerk uh reaction oh Lori says better what would you do my husband was hit by a car retrieving our daughter from the third lane after she was ejected from a car I jump in, too. I'm Leslie Marshall. We'll take a break and be back. Back to our calls and chatting about the gorilla. Let's go to Scott in Ithaca, line one, listening on WNYY. Hi, Scott. Good afternoon.
4: Hey, Leslie. How are you doing? Good. So uh, you know, I think there's common sense that plays into this. Um, you know, if, you're, if you, you don't take, like, a two-year-old unprotected on a, uh, a very dangerous mountain trail, um, you don't you don't uh, go skydiving with a two year old or you know whatever. I mean, there's things that are very common sense, and um, and also for somebody to turn this into a race thing is just really dopey.
0: I agree, and pretty lame. Um,
4: but on on the other hand, you know at Cornell when there were a, a bunch of students uh, jumping and committing suicide, they I, w- I was pretty negative on this before, but they put nets over the you know underneath the bridges and everything like that. And frankly, I, I was very negative on it. I thought that was kind of a dumb thing. It was more window dressing. But we have had a lot less jumpers. Um, I think having nets on the other side of the walls in all the zoos for for the exhibits that are elevated is is probably a no-brainer because if a kid falls, they fall on the net. And um, it would be the end of the discussion. You still have to have a responsible parent that's kind of paying attention to their kid. But netting seems to be the most common sense way to address this issue and i i don't i don't i don't understand
0: why they haven't done that you know wow you know it it, like you said i mean how much money you know does that cost um i don't think it would uh you know uh, be a bad thing i I know that um there i've been to many zoos i live a couple of hours in the san diego zoo i live in southern california the la zoo um there's there's a huge moat huge moat between the gorillas and the people and there's uh, glass and and a wall there's no railing and wiring it it sounds to me and i haven't been to the cincinnati zoo many 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 years uh but it sounds to me that it's you know outdated and and right you know and that it's it's you know hey look if a kid can get in the gorilla can maybe get out
4: <laughs> right but i think the netting um you know if it was done recently at least would, at least it not be so expensive yeah, I mean it's, yeah, it's, it's not, an expense but
0: yeah you know. But why is it this, why does it take something like this for us to have this conversation or for the zoo to maybe be, I mean, you know, there's a lot of conversations going on there today.
4: Well, if I was the administrator, I I can actually bridge this because if I was the administrator of a zoo, it would be one of the first things. You have to protect the public and you have to protect the animals. Um, you know, I think a little bit unequal, you have to protect the public a little bit more than you protect the animals, obviously, because we consider human life a little bit more valuable than the animals at some point. Um, it's just like in the Ithaca-, Ithaca City school system where we have uh, lead in the water for like 10, 15 years, and it's very similar to Flint, and yet nobody lost their job. Um, you know, the administrator needs to look out for air and water. You know, like protect the kids against problems with the hvac or the air systems and protect them against lead in the water or, or contaminants in the water and in a zoo you got to think that a kid's going to fall over a wall whatever i just think the netting system would be the most common sense easy thing to do
0: all right thank you i appreciate that i appreciate you taking the time to call uh let's go to bob in eureka uh on line four bob good afternoon
2: hi leslie uh my uh Comment is basically like your previous callers. To me, the the first responsibility has to go to the zoo. They have to provide a a, a you know a, a close to absolutely childproof uh, uh, exhibit.
0: Well, that's you know, where the
2: responsibility begins. That doesn't mean that parents aren't responsible, but the first responsibility, it seems to me, has to be with the uh, with the zoo. Wouldn't you say?
0: Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, the child should not have been able to get in there. But there's, t- to me, two responsibilities. Although there is an eyewitness of the incident that says, right. uh, and some people are saying three-year-old, some saying four-year-old uh, boy, um, right. uh, that the uh, they, that they, they say that um, on May 28th on Saturday when this happened, um, that it was not the parents' fault. This is according um, to uh, one of the uh, witnesses. Um, and, uh, y- you know, uh, the, the bottom line is they felt that they, the gorilla had to be confronted because he was violently dragging and throwing the child. That's what the Cincinnati Fire Department Chief Mark Monahan said. Uh, many people uh, have posted on the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Gardens Facebook page, they've had irate comments toward the parents. Charging that their neglect uh, led to the incident and to the gorilla's uh, untimely death, but there is a witness that came forward on Facebook. She said it was a terrible accident, and she says the boy's parents are not to blame. Uh, Deidra Lichen said, "My family and I decided to go to the zoo yesterday, and she wrote this on Sunday after visiting my niece at Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And for those of you who already heard, there was a terrible accident there yesterday." And since every news media has covered this story, I just don't feel bad uh, telling our side. It was an accident, a terrible accident, but just that. My husband's voice is the voice talking to the child in one of the videos. I was taking a pic of the gorilla when my eldest son yells, what is he doing? I looked down, and to my surprise, there was a small child that had apparently literally flopped over the railing, where there was then about three feet of ground that the child quickly crawled, crawled through. I assumed the woman next to me was the mother getting ready to grab him until she says, whose kid is this? None of us actually thought he'd go over. Uh, the nearly 15-foot drop, but he was crawling so fast through the bushes before myself or my husband could grab him, and he uh, went over. Uh, She said that the mother was calling for her son, the mother of the boy, Uh, just prior to him going over. She couldn't see him crawling through the bushes. Uh, She said he was right here. She took a pick. His hand was in my back pocket, and then he was gone, and she goes on. So she says uh, that the the parents aren't to blame. We all know, any of us that have been parents, it can take a split second, and I agree that, yes – It should have been so safe that even if your kid lets go of your hand, he can't get into that enclosure. But I'm sorry. I do feel the parents are are, are culpable in this.